Day 209 of 365, the Bible challenge with Abby Joy. Psalm 89, verses 19 to 29. Long ago you spoke in a vision to your faithful people. You said, I have raised up a warrior. I have selected him from the common people to be king. I have found my servant David. I have anointed him with my holy oil. I will steadily him with my hand, with my powerful arm, I will make him strong. His enemies will not defeat him, nor will the wicked overpower him. I will beat down his adversaries before him and destroy those who hate him. My faithfulness and unfailing love will be with him, and by my authority he will grow in power. I will extend his rule over the sea, his dominion over the rivers, and he will call out to me, You are my Father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. I will make him my firstborn son, the mightiest king on earth. I will love him and be kind to him forever. My covenant with him will never end. I will preserve an heir for him. His throne will be as endless as the days of heaven. Romans chapter 11, verse 11 to 32. Did God's people stumble and fall beyond recovery? Of course not. They were disobedient, so God made salvation available to the Gentiles. But he wanted his own people to become jealous and claim it for themselves. Now, if the Gentiles were enriched because the people of Israel turned down God's offer of salvation, think how much greater a blessing the world will share when they finally accept it. I am saying all this especially for you Gentiles. God has appointed me as the apostle to the Gentiles. I stress this, for I want somehow to make the people of Israel jealous of what you Gentiles have, so I might save some of them. For since their rejection meant that God offered salvation to the rest of the world, their acceptance will be even more wonderful. It will be life for those who were dead, And since Abraham and the other patriarchs were holy, their descendants will also be holy, just as the entire batch of dough is holy, because the portion given as an offering is holy. For if the roots of the tree are holy, the branches will be too. But some of these branches from Abraham's tree, some of the people of Israel, have been broken off. And you Gentiles, who were branches from a wild olive tree, have been grafted in. So now you also receive the blessing God has promised Abraham and his children, sharing in the rich nourishment from the root of God's special olive tree. But you must not brag about being grafted in to replace the branches that were broken off. You are just a branch, not the root. Well, you may say, those branches were broken off to make room for me. Yes, but remember, those branches were broken off because they didn't believe in Christ, and you were there because you do believe. So don't think highly of yourself, 
but fear what could happen. For if God did not spare the original branches, he won't spare you either. Notice how God is both kind and severe. He is severe toward those who disobeyed, but kind to you if you continue to trust in his kindness. But if you stop trusting, you also will be cut off. And if the people of Israel turn from their unbelief, they will be grafted in again, for God has the power to graft them back into the tree. You, by nature, were a branch cut from a wild olive tree. So if God is willing to do something contrary to nature by grafting you into his cultivated tree, he will be far more eager to graft the original branches back into the tree where they belong. I want you to understand this mystery, dear brothers and sisters, so that you will not feel proud about yourselves. Some of the people of Israel have hard hearts, but this will only... This will last only until the full number of Gentiles comes to Christ. And so all Israel will be saved, as the scripture says. The one who rescues will come from Jerusalem and he will turn Israel away from ungodliness. And this is my covenant with them, that I will take away their sins. Many of the people of Israel are now enemies of the good news. And this benefits you Gentiles. Yet they are still the people he loves because he chose their ancestors, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. For God's gifts and his call can never be withdrawn. Once you Gentiles were rebels against God, but when the people of Israel rebelled against him, God was merciful to you instead. Now they are the rebels and God's mercy has come to you so that they too will share in God's mercy. For God has imprisoned everyone in disobedience so that he could have mercy on everyone. Uh, 1 Chronicles chapter 4 verse 9 to chapter 5 verse 26. There was a man named Jabez who was more honourable than any of his brothers. His mother named him Jabez because his birth had been so painful. He was the one who prayed to the God of Israel. Oh, that you would bless me and expand my territory. Please be with me in all that I do and keep me from all trouble and pain. And God granted him his request. Kelab, the brother of Shusha, was the father of Mir. Mehir was the father of Eshton. Eshton was the father of Beth Rapha. Phaseah and Teniah. Teniah was the father of Ir Nahash. These were the descendants of Reka. The sons of Kenaz were Othniel and Sariah. Othniel's sons were Hathath and Menoathai. Um, Meoanathai was the father of Ophrah. Sariah was the father of Joab, the founder of the Valley of Craftsmen, so called because they were craftsmen. The sons of Caleb, son of Jephunneh, were Iru, Elah, and Nam. The son of Elah was Kenaz. The sons of Jehalalel were Ziph, Ziphah, 
Tyria and Asarel, the son of Ezra. The sons of Ezra were Jetha, Mered, Epher, and Jalon. One of Mered's wives became the mother of Miriam, Shammai, and Ishba, the father of Eshtemoa. He married a woman from Judah, who became the mother of Jered, the father of Gedor, Heber, the father of Soko, and Jekuthiel, the father of Zanoah. Mered also married Bithia, a daughter of Pharaoh, and she bore him children. Hodiah's wife was the sister of Nam- Naham. One of her sons was the father of Kelia, the Garmite, and another was the father of Eshtemoa, the Machathite. The sons of Shimon were Amnon, Rimna, Ben-Hanan, and Tilon. The descendants of Ishi were Zoheth and Ben-Zoheth. Shelah was the was one of Judah's sons. The descendants of Shelah were Ur, the father of Lecha, Lada, the father of Maresha, the families of linen workers at Beth Ashbia, <laughs> Jochim, the men of Koziba, and Joash and Saraf, who ruled over Moab and Jashubi, Lehem. These names all come from ancient records. They were the pottery makers who lived in Netiam and Gedera. They lived there and worked for the king. The sons of Simeon were Jemuel, Jamin, Jarib, Zohar and Shaul. The descendants of Shaul were Shalom, Mibsam and Mishma. The descendants of Mishma were Hamuel, Zakur and Shimei. Shimei had sixteen sons and six daughters, but none of his brothers had large families, so Simeon's tribe never grew as large as the tribe of Judah. They lived in Beersheba, Molahda, Hazarshuel, Bilha, Ezem, Tolad, Bethuel, Homa, Ziglag, Beth Markaboth, Hazarshuzim, Bethbiri, and Sharaim. These towns were under the control, under their control until the time of King David. Their descendants also lived in Etam, Ain, Rimon, Tokken, and Ashan, five towns, and their surrounding villages as far away as Baalath. This was this was their territory, and these names are listed in their genealogical, genealogical records. Other descendants of Simeon included Meshobab. Jamlek, Joshha, son of Amaziah, Joel, Jehu, son of Josh, Joshibiah, son of Sariah, son of Asiel, Elionai, Jacobo, Jacoba, <laughs> Jeshohiah, Asiah, Adiel, Jeshimiel, Beniah, and Ziza, son of Shiphi. Son of Alon, son of Jediah, son of Shimri, son of Shemal, Shemaiah. Shemaiah. These were the names of some of the leaders of Simeon's wealthy clans. Their families grew and they travelled to the region of Girar in the east part of the valley, seeking pasture land for their flock. They found lush pastures there and the land was spacious, quiet and peaceful. 
Some of Ham's descendants had been living in that region. But during the reign of King Hezekiah of Judah, these leaders of Simeon invaded the region and completely destroyed the homes of the descendants of Ham and of the Maonites. No trace of them remains today. They killed everyone who lived there and took the land for themselves because they wanted its good pasture lands for their flocks. Five hundred of these invaders from the tribe of Simeon went to Mount Seir, led by Pelatia, Neriah, Zephiah and Uziel, all sons of Ishi. They destroyed the few Amalekites who had survived, and they have lived there ever since. The oldest son of Israel was Reuben, but since he dishonoured his father by sleeping with one of his father's concubines, his birthright was given to the sons of his brother Joseph. For this reason, Reuben is not listed in the genealogical records as the firstborn son. The descendants of Judah became the most powerful tribe and provided a ruler for the, for the nation. But the birthright belonged to Joseph. The sons of Reuben, the oldest son of Israel, were Hanok, Palu, Hezron and Carmi. The descendants of Joel were Shemaiah, Gog, Shimei, Micah, Raiah, Baal and Bera. Bera was the leader of the Reubenites. When they were taken into captivity by King Tiglath-Pelisa of Assyria, uh, Bera's relatives are listed in their genealogical reg- records by their clans. Jael, the leader, Zechariah, and Bela, son of Azaz, son of Shema, son of Joel. The Reubenites lived in the area that stretches from Aroer to, to Nebo and Balmeon. And since they had so many livestock in the land of Gilead, they spread east toward the edge of the desert that stretches to the Euphrates River. During the reign of Saul, Saul, (laughs) the Reubenites defeated the Hagrites in battle. Then they moved into Hagrite settlements all along the eastern edge of Gilead. Next to the Reubenites, the descendants of Gad lived in the land of Bashan, as far east as Salakah. Joel was the leader in the land of Bashan, and Shapham was second in command, followed by Janai and Shaphat. Their relatives, the leaders of seven other clans, were Michael, Meshulam, Sheba, Jerai, Jakan, Zia and Eber. These were all descendants of Abihail, son of Huri, son of Jaharah, son of Gilead, son of Michael, son of Jeshishai, son of Jahdu, son of Buzz. Ahi, son of Abidael, son of Guni, was the leader of their clans. The Gadites lived in the land of Gilead, in Bashan and its villages, and throughout all the pasture lands of Sharon. All of these were listed in the genealogical records during the days of King Jotham of Judah and King Jeroboam of Israel. There were 44,760 capable warriors in the armies of Reuben, Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh. They were all skilled in combat and armed with shields, swords and bows. They waged war against the Hagrites, the Jeturites the Naphishites 
and the Nodabites. They cried out to God during battle, and he answered their prayer because they trusted in him. So the Hagrites and all their allies were defeated. The plunder taken from the Hagrites included 50,000 camels, 250,000 sheep and goats, 2,000 donkeys and 100,000 captives. Many of the Hagrites were killed in the battle because God was fighting against them. The people of Reuben, Gad and Manasseh lived in their land until they were taken into exile. The half-tribe of Manasseh was very large and spread through the land from Bashan to Baal Hermon. Senir and Mount Hermon. These were the leaders of their clans, Ephah, Ishi, Eliel, Azarel, Jeremiah, Hodvia, and Jachdiel. These men had a great reputation as mighty warriors and leaders of their clans, but these tribes were unfaithful to the god of their ancestors. They worshipped the gods of the nations that God had destroyed. So the god of Israel caused King Pul of Assyria, also known as Tiglath, Peleaser, to invade the land and take away the people of Reuben, Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh as captives. The Assyrians exiled them to Hala, Harbor, Hara and the Gozan River, where they remain to this day. <laughs>